What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Let Me Know podcast. Before we get started, let me tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creator tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money for your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, Bert, let them know who they're listening to. Start the show. everybody welcome to another episode of lem me no i'm your host angel lem today i'm still with alejandra jimenez she's the host of mujer no terrajes she also does poetry and i believe she also has another account morena tan mala so make sure you go show her some support she will be featured on the latinx poetry project by alegria publishing you can find some of her books. I mean, you can find some of her poetry there. And at the end of this episode, you can hear one of the poems that's going to be on, on the book. So make sure you go show some support. On this episode, we talk about her. We talk a little bit about her poetry. And we get into her podcast, why she started it, and what she hopes to accomplish. So this is the first episode that I do through Zoom. So hopefully um, you guys are okay with the audio. Right now, I'm just trying to get you as much content as possible and make sure, you know, go show her some support, go to show her some encouragement. You know, we're all over here trying to do our thing and she's very passionate about poetry. And like, like she's going to mention on the on the episode, you know, at, at one point it was her the way she was able to cope with things and, you know, just express herself. So if you're out here also trying to express yourself i suggest doing some poetry or trying to get those feelings out into the world and in a positive way you know we're all locked up we're all in quarantine and you know putting out this stuff really it might help you so go try that out and like i said go follow her on instagram and show her some support make sure you grab the book once it's out right now i grab myself a book so um i'm gonna do a giveaway all right, so I'm going to do two two giveaways for this book. One of them is going to be for for Alejandra. And the next one, it's going to be, I'm going to have Cynthia. Yeah, you guys already know her. She was my second guest ever on this podcast. And she's also going to be, um, she was also published on this book. So um, right now, this week, I'm going to give one copy of the book. 
so far i don't have it yet but so when it comes out i'll ship it to you so um to find out how you could win go to instagram go on my instagram and there you can follow me and follow her but also find out how you can win that book all right guys so uh, i think i'm gonna leave you guys go i'm gonna let you guys listen to the podcast and i really appreciate you guys if you could do me a favor and go leave a five-star review on itunes you know it really helps right now i am doing you know i'm asking for money you know it's not simple it's not easy for me especially you know i really don't ask much from you guys except you know a couple follows and a review here and there but if you guys could go donate at my gofundme you can find that on my instagram on the link or if you really want to help you know share the podcast share that podcast with as many people as possible right now i have till april the end of april to come up with the money you know my my subscription for podomatic is over in may so i'm trying to get uh it's gonna be like right before we do our i think it's gonna be our three-year anniversary so a couple months before we do our three-year anniversary that's when i'm have to pay Podomatic, and right now I don't have the funds. Anything will help. Right now the goal is a thousand. Right now I have to stop putting my stuff through SoundCloud because, like I said, I don't have the money. So if you're one of the few people that do listen through SoundCloud, I do apologize. But you know the podcast is going little by little, and this is the last the last month that we could come up with that money. So if you guys could really help me, I really would appreciate it. You know, um, I'm here to entertain you and I'm trying my best. So I do ask from you, you guys can go help. You know, I really appreciate it. But um, enough for me, enough for the show. Let's hear more about Alejandra.
up everybody thank you guys for joining in today so today i'm sitting with alejandra jimenez she's the host of mujer no terrajes and she's also a poet you know, i don't know where you're from so um riverside i remember seeing a <laughs> sticker right so i know yeah. you're like somewhere over there so from riverside right so yeah. basically Hi. um oh sorry you were saying yeah i was just gonna introduce myself hi everybody yeah i'm alejandra jimenez and yeah actually i am i am from the ie i'm from i was actually born in oc in anaheim and then moved in my early life to riverside yeah so um this is the first episode i record through zoom so hopefully the audio is good and hopefully um the i mean first of all hopefully we were able to put it out you know but like I said, thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. I know with this whole quarantine thing happening, you know, it's difficult for us to like get things done. But like, first of all, before I start, usually I, I ask how your day is, but I, now I'm gonna start with this whole quarantine thing is how are you holding up with this quarantine? Yeah, no, no. And thank you for having me on. Um, Actually, I went through like a life transition where I had like quit my full-time job, like maybe like, a month before or like three weeks before the quarantine thing happened so i was already kind of doing my own isolation and just because i was trying to figure my my life out you know what i was going to do next so it kind of caught me in the middle of a transition and i've just kind of stuck to the routine i guess made the most of it um i have my days where i feel like i have to be super productive and i'm just like on produce mode and then i have to remind myself you know that it's okay to stop and just relax and make sure that i'm safe and i'm healthy and take care of myself and my family but it's just a day-to-day -day thing yeah yeah I, I totally understand that like i'm trying to hold up to like at least like i don't know what you do for a living but like i work at a grocery store and at least i'm able to go out you know to, like during the day and have some interaction with people i can only imagine like those those people have to stay home and the only, the only interaction they get is with their own family. And sometimes if you don't get along with them, it's pretty difficult. Oh yeah, I mean, I live in a full house. Like I'm talking about, we're a really united family, but nonetheless, it's really hard with so many strong personalities to cohabit. So it's been, it's been interesting. Like, um, like you said, we would get those little breaks, you know, go to work, go out. Even before it got this bad, we would go out for walks, you know, things to keep ourselves sane. But at this point, we're not leaving the house at all, really. And it's, it's hard to live with. I think honestly, we're like a uh 10-part family wow. like it's a lot of us here so it's been hard but we're managing yeah, yeah. Well, i mean i i wish you all the luck you know <laughs> yeah like right now like the way i'm trying to like kill some time is i'm trying to find a nintendo switch but i'm finding that they're very hard to find so you know? <laughs> yeah a lot of things are hard to find right now yeah, yeah. so um first of all like it's national poetry month and yeah. i want to know how you're celebrating national poetry month um, well, I've been challenging myself I, to write poetry, you know, um, I've been having, I don't know if anyone else has had trouble, but I've been having the hardest time sleeping mm -hmm. since this all broke out. And I'm pretty sure, you know, it's part of the um, anxiety and all whatnot, staying indoors, not burning enough energy. Um, so I write at night, you know, when I can't sleep um, and just challenging myself to keep writing because I think as a writer, um, a lot of the times when you should resort to writing, you tend to avoid it because it's, you 
kind of have to go in depth of your emotions and sometimes you're trying to evade it to cope you know so um right now i'm just trying to commit myself to writing oh I, I mean, yeah i mentioned that you do poetry so like most of the stuff that i've read is like social issues feminism and love and heartbreak but like right yeah. now um with this whole quarantine thing like what are you writing about like i know you just said that you're having a difficult time writing but i'm sure like you know those topics like that are kind of like that your perspective the view of like the world kind of changed a little bit I'm, i'm assuming i really don't know but like what are you writing about now when um uh, honestly it's been something that's been on my mind a lot has been my parents situation i'm the first born of two immigrant parents and so i've realized like the obviously uh, this has impacted so many families but primarily minority immigrant families and it's just been on my mind a lot that my dad can't take this time off and that he has to continue working and um just just his continued survival mode how it's been an ongoing thing for him and how he's never really gotten the chance to just figure out what makes him happy what would make him thrive and how i've been so lucky i've been so privileged because of his sacrifices that's been on my mind lately and that's what i've been writing about wow so like um okay well i was going to talk about the the book but we'll, we'll leave that for the end <laughs> okay. uh, so what about oh hold on sorry um so i mean i cut you off earlier Like you were trying to say like who you were, but I didn't give you a chance. So why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself and you know what you do, your poetry and stuff, the things you talk about? Sure, sure. So again, I'm Alejandra Jimenez. So I found poetry, believe it or not, not too long ago. I didn't discover that I liked writing and that I could write until about like three years ago. And it was because of a massive heartbreak. Um, I was once married, you know, I went through a divorce and poetry became my not just creative outlet, but a way for me to heal, to sort through all of the emotions that I was having. I mean, it was a really complicated time for me and I fell into a really, really dark place and poetry was just a way to kind of figure out who I wanted to be, who I was in the past, who I would choose to become and it it just became a passion um i realized that poetry was so important to humanity that through poetry we can say things that you couldn't really just say bluntly in a conversation or you couldn't really just say in an essay it captured like this middle ground of humanity like a mental space an emotional space a spiritual place and so um yeah i committed myself to it i just started writing and writing and writing and i had a lot of people in my life who were really encouraging and just told me hey you know you have a gift for this pursue it and it made me happy in a time where i was really unhappy so i chose to pursue it um before that i was a full-time employee of socal gas so i was like doing customer service you know i was on the phone um and i thank god for that job you know it was my nine to five and it was paying the bills and it was you know doing what i had to do but at the same time like i wanted something different so i'm also a full-time student 
um, I go to Cal State San Bernardino and I'm actually pursuing my bachelor's in English for creative writing, but I intend to apply for law school for immigration law. Wow, that's um, cool. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like um, poetry kind of made me rethink my whole life. Mm -hmm. um, it's made me be more intentional and it's made me make sure that I am always true to myself. Uh, isn't that like amazing what like poetry could do? Like it opens up so many places in like in your heart, your mind, but like Oh yeah. Like for you it just opened up the world. Like it like made you think of what you should be doing, you know? I'm exactly. Gonna... So that's amazing. Yeah, it really did. Thank so, you. Be like before you're writing it, like were you into poetry? I you know, read the basics. Like I would have probably read Arch Sin or you know, authors of the, of the very mainstream, which are good, <laughs> but um, I wasn't really a fan, like, or not that I wasn't, I just, honestly, I wasn't very versed or I wasn't really informed on like any kind of creative outlet other than music. That was my go-to. And like, what about now? Like now that you're more like, in, you're in it. So like, yeah. who are some of the people that you kind of like relate to or that maybe opened up that world that helped you open up that world to like this poetry world this latinx poetry world i guess i was really really inspired by actually old school poets so um sor juana inez de la paz she was one of my favorite poets um and just her writing in general i thought she was incredible and like i've always i've noticed um this sort of like common characteristic in all of the writers that I go for, it's like they were always really ahead of their time. They were always thinking um, in ways that were probably super frowned upon and just um, out of context for their setting and their time place. But I found them to be very wise. There was also Gloria Saldua. I mean, and honestly, there is, um, this is not a, He's not a poet, but his writing completely changed my life and the way that I saw uh, Chicano literature, and that's Victor Villaseñor. He is one of my favorite authors ever. Um, I really recommend you guys check out his books. Um, I started with Reign of Gold. That was my favorite to start with. And like, so like you said that, like at one point you were just living your life and poetry wasn't like important, I guess. Or it wasn't something that you're interested in, correct? Right, there was a point where it was—it just wasn't something that I was super drawn to. Yeah. So, and then, well, but what was the the thing that the book or the poem that that kind of opened up your eyes, like that sparked that moment, like oh man, like poetry, something that I really love or that I could get myself into. I think my first moment with poetry was writing about love. I wanted to try and do something romantic and a cute gesture or whatnot. And I had already written, I'm, I'm sorry, I had already read Reign of Gold. And though it wasn't poetry, the, the way that the words were formed, the way that sentences were written, I found that a lot of writers, essayists or novelists, like all had, you know, a gift for the way that they structured words. And I realized that was something that I wanted to try. And so I had already written essays. Um, I was an essayist before that, and I knew that I was good at that, but poetry was completely different. Like I thought I could never do that um, until I challenged myself to write uh, a love poem. 
and it was it was that moment to be honest just realizing once i finished that first poem which came to me in just in a matter of seconds like i sat down i let myself be inspired by the love that i was feeling or whatever that that emotion and it kind of just went from there um, and i realized that it's something that everyone can do if we just allow ourselves to go into that headspace it's not that you know um i feel like a lot of writers when they say we have a gift i don't feel it's the actual technique of writing I, because that's something that you can learn. It's just allowing your your vulnerability to shine through and to kind of come out and allowing it to you know go onto paper or to be spoken out loud. It's just allowing yourself to be bare and kind of naked in front of the world. And like, do you remember that first poem or like the, the first thing you wrote? I do. It was like sort of imitating a song. Um, and it was, I guess it's intended to be a song, and, but I left it as a poem. You, you mentioned school, like you're a student. So how is that, how is that working out for you right now? Like this whole quarantine thing? Right? Um, so I've actually been on spring break. They gave us an extra week of spring break, but I'm supposed to resume class um, or courses next week. And everything is apparently going to be online. I'm actually going to be having um, my course meetings through zoom and oh, uh, so this is a good like little <laughs> oh it's my little practice yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean hopefully it, it works out <laughs> yeah hopefully, like, uh, it should be this, interesting like hopefully by the end of this we don't i don't leave you with the sour taste you know? oh no no we're, i feel like we're, we're doing good so far but um it's interesting i i from what my understanding is that we're not going to be resuming um classes you know in person until um, this after this quarter, so I probably won't be touching or going back to campus until September. Wow, uh, so it'd that's be crazy! That's it is. Crazy. It's crazy to think like, like so you're paying for that experience. You know, like you could have took. Uh, I'm sure they offer like college. I mean, uh, online classes, but you're kind of like some of the classes you sign up for. You sign up for that experience to be there to exactly. be able to ask questions and. Wow. I mean, yeah. honestly, it sucks, but um, I'm going to make the most of it. I feel like with that extra time that I'm going to have, not having to commute, um, just, you know, work on projects at home, I have a lot of projects. I'm like the kind of person that likes to pick up all kinds of different things, try them out, see if I like them. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to, you know, start sewing or, you know, this or that. So. Well, yeah, well, tell us some <laughs> of the projects you're working on. Like, are you sewing? <laughs> Uh, yeah, actually. So I'm like super into fashion. Uh -huh. It's another creative outlet for me. So I started um, sewing. And so I want to start creating some of my own pieces. And like, what are you sewing? Like scarves? What exactly? No, it's, it's more like, um, it's called, it's like a fashion rehab kind of thing where you um, take hand downs or um, what are they called? Um, basically used items and then you rehab them you make them into another piece so i can make a shirt you know a shirt that might be out of style and reconfigure it and make it into something that i would wear now you know that yeah. sort of thing um and then i also just started basically going through my closet and you know seeing what um stuff that i can alter to fit more of my personality wow that's pretty cool yeah like so are you using those like the heavy the big ma machines where like 
that with the to do 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 thing? Yeah, I do have a sewing machine. Yeah. Wow. Like, how did you learn how to do that? Was that something passed down or just? No, no. I wish. Um, <laughs> um, I actually just YouTubed how to you know DIY it, and um, I still get Christmas gifts. So <laughs> for my dad, he still he still you know will go out and get one thing for each of his kids. So I asked for a sewing machine and that's what I got for Christmas. That was really cool. nice of him. <laughs> yeah. Is it like the, the, the new ones with the uh, digital where you, like, you, you upload the image and it sews it into the... Like, uh, that would garment? be dope. But no, it's a pretty like basic starter sewing machine. And I just have um, a lot of you know designs in mind and I'm like, huh, maybe if I like it, I'll start my own fashion company one day. Who knows? I'm a person of like, um, I'm looking for that one thing that I can monetize because I, I mean, I, I am somebody who's pretty ambitious. I, I would like to at some point, you know, I'd like all of us find that passion that you can monetize that can help you help your family and those around you. So I'm still looking for that one thing, but, um, I have a lot of passions. I'm a very passionate person, so we'll see. <laughs> well, I mean, on that that topic of passions and monetizing things. So, what about your podcast, Mujer No Terraje? So, tell us a little bit about that. Like, how did it start? The name? Yeah. Oh, so Mujer No Terraje. My my mom is from Jalisco, okay. and so um, that cultural thing, you know, that whole macho, watcho, like you know, um, that strength, the Jalisco no te rajes, you know, no se rajado, basically don't give up, you know, like don't let, don't let anything knock you down, like amarrate, you know, and basically just, I guess go toe to toe with life. And so for me, it was like a way to give it a feminine spin. Mm -hmm. um, because I grew up in a Latinx household, I grew up around a lot of machismo and I've always been pretty unique. I didn't really abide by the customs. I was constantly challenging my dad, you know, like you telling me you shouldn't do this because it's not ladylike. And I would be like, well, I don't want to be ladylike then. You know, I want to be different. I want, I want to feel free to pursue myself. Like I felt like it was hard enough. Yeah. Like figuring out who I was in the world alone, like, you know, and I didn't need all of these other rules and all of these other customs to be pushed, pressed onto me or pushed onto me. So I would challenge them. And um, I was kind of known as the rebellious one for doing so. And I was okay with it afterwards. You know, I was like, you know what, that's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, my parents didn't like it so much, but um, I feel like we've learned a lot from each other throughout the years, and that's where it was inspired. I feel like I'm just telling women, you know, que no se dejen, you know, yeah. don't let yourselves and speak up and be rebellious if you need to. Um, sometimes it takes breaking the rules yeah, to I mean, change. I think like the best part of that is that all the stories you hear about yourself later on that like those stories that you don't remember but the things you did as a kid oh like, yeah damn i was that crazy <laughs> yeah. And, yeah and there's such a like a foreshadow of who you're gonna become you know like all, all my life like i've had so many like synchronicities tell me that i was going to be a somewhat of a leader for my even if it was just for my household but I've always had that personality where like I wanted to take charge if you told me if I felt something wasn't okay even if everybody was saying it was okay I was gonna speak up I've always been someone who defends 
like, you know, people who don't have a voice because even though I do consider myself like somewhat of an introvert and shy around people, I'm not shy to speak up when I see something that I don't like. And I feel like the name Alejandra, for example, like I've had so many like affirmations, things that have like told me like, hey, this is this is your path, this is your passion, follow it, speak up. Um, the name Alejandra means, comes from obviously Alexander in Latin, and it means defender of the people, a warrior. And so I've just, I've taken it very seriously and I've honestly had my mom always down the line telling me like, you know, be true to yourself, keep being the person you are, don't change, you know, like, despite the things that you're going through, don't let yourself harden keep yourself soft and keep yourself strong and so I wanted to kind of pass down the knowledge to my radio escuchas to my listeners on the podcast it was really important for me to open up conversations that felt too taboo or you know like too embarrassing to have sometimes like I wanted to talk about the awkward things or about the things that you know in Latinx homes we usually don't talk about like rape or sexuality or um, sexual orientation, you know, just different aspects of our everyday lives that we usually don't feel too comfortable to talk about. I feel like um, just my final thought on this, it's we're a collective consciousness and I feel like anything that I learn should be passed down. Anything that you learn should be passed down and I felt a responsibility to kind of share the knowledge. Though I'm really young, I've been through a lot of things that have made me, I feel like, wise beyond my years. And I still have so much to learn, I know that. <laughs> Life is constantly schooling me, but what wisdom I have acquired, I want to pass down. So like, what made you want to start your, your, your podcast? Like, what triggered that moment? Like, what sparked that idea or like, like, cause you are, you started what in August, I believe, or June. Yeah, it was August of two thousand nineteen. Yeah, last and, year. And yeah, and it was honestly like um, just a thought. I'm one that's pretty intentional in, in the things that I do. Like, it takes me a while to commit to something. I have to think it over and over before I actually do it. And I had had that thought a few months back, and it was just a result of like me wishing that I had that guidance mm -hmm. and just like I thought back on like my coming out story because I'm I'm a gay woman I'm queer or you know I identify on the spectrum um, in that sense and I wish that I had had something to listen to or some kind of guidance uh, you know to tell me that it was gonna be okay when I went through my because I'm divorced um when i went through my divorce like all of these like super life-changing moments like i wish that i had had something to hold on to and so i wanted to be that source of you know hope or or just like a step-by-step -step, like kind of like you go on youtube you know you hear a diy or they give you instructions on how to do things i kind of wanted to do that to make it easier to have those conversations in a household give them a step-by-step -step instruction on how they can not necessarily do it themselves but guide themselves you know to apply it in their own lives the best way that fits for them 
like and so did you find out that you were queer while you were in the relationship or after like or um well i came out when i was like 13 years old oh so, so i yeah okay oh. i've known i've known um i was married to a woman oh so. there you go that was pretty <laughs> my question i didn't know i didn't know if you were married to a woman or a man and while you were in the relationship that's when you found out that you're like you were coming to terms like oh you know like I, no I, it I, was um it was just uh, I came out at a really young age. I was like 13 years old when my parents found out. And I mean, I have like multiple coming out stories. Um, anyone who is, I feel like gay, queer, anything in, on the spectrum on that, in that, um, on that side of it will know that you usually come out more than once. Yeah. So it was just a, a repetitive kind of thing where like I needed that guidance on, on multiple occasions. But um, more than anything, I feel like the divorce itself just kind of made me come face to face with who I needed, I wanted to be. And it was just a moment where I kind of was awoken in a spiritual sense. And it made me kind of take a step back and analyze my entire life. Um, but yeah, that's what. And like now, I know right now you took a little break and I know like, doing that takes a toll on you emotionally i'm sure like all the topics that like you said you talk about sexual orientation mm -hmm. abuse the um heartbreak so i'm sure like just speaking on it it takes a toll on you like emotionally so um i think the last one you were uh, the last episode you left on was um rape culture right yes so um, I, that was supposed to be a three part, and you left that the first part <laughs> you know um, personally you know i like i've spoken to you through instagram yeah. and now i'm a, a listener so yes. um is is the part two coming out anytime soon or i actually just started recording this week um it's a really heavy conversation heavy topic for me like i am someone who personally experienced it and so um i have triggers and sure. having that conversation though i knew it was like necessary and it was honestly one of the conversations that i was like looking forward to the most it was also one that i was really scared to record because i knew that there was a possibility that it would trigger me and it's exactly what happened i recorded the episode it was perfect it was exactly what i wanted it to be it was vulnerable and i got the message across in the in the first part of it but the second part was supposed to be like uh, more of like you know different symptoms of the rape culture different characteristics and i found myself not being able to record that episode i would come back to it and come back to it and come back to it and i just couldn't follow through with it and i realized that i was pushing myself too hard so i was like okay like i want to have this conversation it's it has to be said it has to be talked about but my mental health comes first obviously yeah, I mean, yes, so. you should, yeah, you're right. Take as much time as you need. I was just wondering because another alternative is just jumping to a different topic and coming back to it. Like, right, right. You know, like if it's too hard at the moment, like I think everybody, especially like a topic like that, we all oh, understand, yeah. you know, like it takes a toll on you personally. So, but like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of your podcast. You know that. Like personally, I, I like your voice. Like not seeing you, like I really like your voice, even though I've never met you. Like not a lot of people have a good voice. Like me personally, I don't feel I have a good voice. Like <laughs> I have a, a mouth. Like you see me on screen, like you know I don't have marshmallows in my mouth. But just audio, audibly, 
<laughs> it sounds like I have a bunch of like things in my mouth and I'm trying to talk with my mouth full. I but, think like, you sound just fine. Okay. I guess <laughs> but I, mean, I appreciate the, the thought. Yeah, but like personally, I, I feel you should continue doing your show. Take a bit at the same time, take as much time as you need. It is your baby. I'm not nobody to tell you what to do. Oh, no, no. Baby. But I, it's funny that you inquired because it was on my, as I'm recording the episode, like I'm more than halfway through the episode. And, and I do talk about why I took a break. Um, there were other aspects of like my personal life, which I will be going into in the episode because I was, like I said, I just quit my job and like I'm living back at my mom's and like my life has taken like a complete turn and so I was just like okay like I'm not gonna pressure myself I want my episodes and my podcast to always be as authentic as possible um but I also like it was meant for for that to be a healing space for me not just for other women and other listeners but for myself it was something that really helped me and so when i realized it was like maybe doing more damage than it was helping then i was like okay then i need to take a step back because then i'm not being authentic to my own message oh, yeah. um but it is coming and um for anyone that does want to listen in on like what's going on in my life you know and the latest of it um i'm going to be talking about that and i do plan on releasing that episode uh, by next week so that should be coming and also man i, I had a good question i just i don't know just lost my my train of thought for a second um so oh yeah so like what has the response been like you know with your show i'm sure you know topics like that you don't really hear about a lot but like i'm sure people are connecting so what's the response been like honestly it was it that's that's the part it's like i wanted to keep it going because it, i had a really good response i had a great turnout of listeners on most of my episodes honestly like i didn't expect to have as many listeners as I've had um, just because I'm like I'm no one special you know I'm just yeah, your yeah. average girl like um, and I felt like I especially in that conversation and that particular topic I had people reach out to me and it was beautiful it was like it was amazing honestly um, the, the messages that I got just telling me that they were so inspired and that they were going to have those conversations in their household and that it should be talked about and they just thanked me for sharing and you know allowing myself to be vulnerable with them and i appreciated that because it took so much from me to do that um but again it was it was just something that i know needs to be done and and i'm looking forward to picking up where i left off and like so what uh, overall what like what was your goal when you started and like your show and are you think you're on the right track or like obviously this break kind of like maybe like you're off the track but like where do you see like the podcast going or where do you hope to end up so it's you know we talked about monetizing a space for some reason Mujer No Terrajes was never that that um, thing I mean I'm not closed off to it I know that you can get sponsorships that you can go public with it as it expands maybe it's something that I can like you know take the resources of monetizing it to make something even bigger I mean I have big dreams <laughs> I'm a dreamer um, if it's something that I'm good at and people connect with me and I can make a difference by influencing them in a positive way then who knows like I'm open to maybe writing a book about it or having a talk show or you know who knows but for now like 
my only aspiration was to connect with people, to have them connect with my message, to give them. Um, it's funny because a lot of the topics that I discussed, like I felt like they were redundant, like everybody knows this, you know, why, why should I be talking about this? But then I would have people come um, and talk to me and, and I'm the kind of person that people always come to for advice. Um, so I would be like, you know, like I talked about that with them and they would be like, no, like you have that knowledge perhaps because of all of the experiences that you've had. Um, but a lot of people haven't been through those things. So, you know, share it. And so I decided to, and the whole point was to just empower women. That's it. Self-care, empowerment, and um, just giving them, you know, the hopefully the, the backbone to have those conversations. And even though they're really difficult to have, because calling people out on their traditions is hard. No, yeah. It's so hard. Like uh, me talking to my dad about feminism, like we've gone at it, you know, because he's like, no, like if you want to call me a machista, fine. But that's me and I'm set in my ways. And if you want to be a feminist, then you're setting your ways. And it's been hard to like break through and, and just see each other and see eye to eye. We don't always do that, but I feel like it's so important because these people, our family members, have an influence, such a big influence on the new generations to come. And I don't want things to stay the way they are. I want us to keep progressing and keep growing. And I feel like women are such a vital source of, of the family. Like we do so much of the teaching in our households. And especially when it comes to the, like the emotional aspect of, of you know, our homes and I want women to be more empowered and I want men to be more I guess sensitive and you know allowed to be emotional I hate that men can't show emotions and it, yeah. it breaks my heart for them you know like yeah. it's not fair and yeah. so I feel like by empowering women we are also empowering men to oh, yeah. their more feminine energy yeah well at the least you know I open up the conversation like we could talk about it with like your family members things we've noticed you know in our lives and yeah i agree with you like men aren't allowed to show emotions personally i'm a very emotional person yeah. i'm not afraid to tell you when you hurt my feelings <laughs> good um, yeah but like yeah that's just me but yeah i mean i'm sure it'll open up at least like the, the thing that that's going to help is if you share share your episodes if people are sharing your stuff because that way the more people that listen the more the conversation could you know open up and more perspectives and more like uh, experienced people that have experienced that they could come together and share those common issues you know so yeah so um Absolutely. so i mean we're already at 35 minutes so we got one last thing before we go you are part of the alegria poetry um latinx poetry project Yes. And that book, um, I think it, it released today. Today we were recording on April 1st, April Fool's Day, but this is not a joke. Yeah. So um, I want to know what it's like for you to like be published. I don't know if you've been published in the past. Um, and like, what was the process like? So this is actually the first time I'm being published. And this was huge for me. Um, I've been, like I said, I've only been writing a couple of years, but it's been in the last maybe year or so that I've like gone public with my stuff. I, you know, I have my social media accounts and um, especially on Instagram, you know, I have 
words by A.A. Jimenez. And that was like my first place where I actually went public with it. And it was hard. <laughs> it was hard and it was super scary, but I think that was the first step towards it. And then I had this thing where I was like, I want to be published. I actually want to go public with it in that sense. So I feel like this was like a super huge moment of affirmation for me and I'm really grateful for it and excited to see more things coming, hopefully. All right, so before, I mean, we're gonna have to wrap it up, but before we go, why don't you tell people where they could find you, your so, your um, your social media stuff, and we're gonna end it with the poem. I don't know if you want to end it that way. Because yeah, like absolutely. I said, we're already ready to close up here. So um, tell people where they could find you. Yeah, no problem. So my, basically it's my Instagram handles. That's where I'm most consistent. Um, I have my, it's at Mujer No Terrajes. That would be my podcast Instagram. And then I do have a poetry page um, that's at Words by A.A. Jimenez. So make sure you go follow her there. And I'm going to give more info on the intro, but let us, let us hear that poem real quick. Sure. So this is one of the poems. Um, this is our anthem. And it's Mujer de Color. Our idealism is more real than they allow us to see. We harness the earth, tierra, fuego, y agua. Todo en nuestro ser. The fire burns in our hearts, making ash of those who try to stop us. The water flows through our body creating new life in the womb and all that our hands touch. The moon and the sun in our soul, always restoring the balance. Where they see devastation, we see renewal. Where they see isolation, we see community. Where they see death, we see rebirth. We are, we are, we are. We are synchronized. Inherent understanding, everything is connected. Life is a cry, prayer, ceremony. Mujer de color, we are the answer, the manifestation, the source. We are the gods to whom they pray. All right, guys, so that's a little preview you guys could get on the book. So I want to thank you, Alejandro, thank you for coming. And hope you guys go, hope you guys, first of all, go get the book and enjoy this episode. Um, I'm going to end it now, but... Um, yeah, first, thank you. And I'll talk to you in a little bit. Let me just end this real quick and then we can wrap it up the, the right way. Okay. Thank you for listening, everybody. And thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure. All right. That was Alejandra right there. Make sure you go at her on Instagram. Make sure you go listen to her podcast, Mujer No Terrajes. It's available on um, Apple Music or Apple Podcast and Spotify. And yeah, make sure you leave her a five-star review on her show. I already did. I don't know what's keeping you guys, but make sure you do that. And because we are recording through Zoom, I have to cut the interviews short. I can't even put, I, I wish I would have talked to her for much longer, but unfortunately I'm using the, the free part of Zoom. I still haven't subscribed and I don't think I will because you guys already know, as you heard in the beginning of the episode right now, I'm pretty short in funds, but um, yeah. So like I said, make sure you add her there and make sure you're at the podcast. Make sure you at the podcast at let me know Potter on Instagram and Facebook. You can find the podcast anywhere you listen to music and um, yeah, and I have t-shirts. Those are available at teespring.com. If you do want one message me, I'll get it for you because I've been hearing that people are having trouble with the promo code. So message me on Instagram and 
um, I'll I'll get it for you and I'll I'll mail it to you and I'll add some stickers. Okay, so make sure you do that. And yeah, go to the GoFundMe page. Everything, all this stuff is available on on my Instagram account. If you click on the on the link on my link tree, and also don't forget the the solo bowls are available on YouTube now. So if you like to see the face and the voice, make sure you go to YouTube and look up Let Me Know Pod. I believe or look up Angel Lamb, my name, that we could keep up and on with all those solo bowls. Since I'm not going to be able to do it through here. I might have them on YouTube. So maybe we're just going to have the audio also available on YouTube. I don't know about the video since I don't know how to edit that yet. But if there's anybody out here that's looking to kill some time. Maybe you you, you know how to do YouTube. Send me a message. I'll send you the files. You can edit it for me. And maybe at the end of the episode, you could give yourself some credit. And, you know, that way we can help each other out. Yeah, so make sure you do all that. Add me on Instagram. Go follow me on iTunes. And enjoy the rest of your day. And hope you guys are staying safe. Wash your asses. Wash your hands. And as always, thank you guys for letting me be part of your day. I guess till next time. I'll see ya. Bye. has been brought to you by let me know podcast new episode every week available on all streaming platforms